Welcome to episode one of the Content Creators Chat, the show where we invite you to join us in a conversation about content creation and influencer marketing. I'm Rob Ainbinder, and this is my co-host, Kristen Dokus. Hi, Rob. Hey, welcome to the show, our first one, our, our inaugural podcast. Yay! <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so why, don't, why don't we talk a little bit before you uh, get started on with grilling me, and let's yeah. talk a little bit about you know where this came from and uh, sure. how this baby got born. No doubt, because it's been one long birth for sure. Yeah, it has. <laughs> we birthed a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> so the idea is how old, Kristen? <laughs> four years old. Four it's years. Four old. years old, and it came as a derivative of Converge South, which you and I've been involved with for many yeah. years. And uh, what we noticed as co-presidents uh, that the uh, the amount of not, uh, information that people were looking for, we noticed that it was, a lot of it was largely for them to do their own branding and side hustles. Yeah. And so I had one of my epiphanies and said, why don't uh -huh. we do something called a content creators conference? Yeah. And we started, we did a good job getting the, the wheels going on that four years ago, but then, yeah. you know, life happened for you and life happened for me. So it just for sure. never, never got off the ground. And thanks yes. to Rona, we decided that what better year to do this. So we have pivoted another keyword of 2020. We create, we pivoted and we said, let's take this baby on uh, to a virtual summit. And yeah. this, that's where we are now. So we are exactly our first summit will be January 16th. And this is the companion podcast to go along with it, where exactly. we will be able to, you know, share more of the speakers and influencers that are going to be participating in the summit and summits moving yeah. forward. I'm really looking forward to kind of reconnecting with people in the influencer industry, as well as our guests and kind of bring some real value to those that are starting their influencer content creator journey. And those that are in it, you know, that, yeah. uh, you know, that have, have been doing it for a while. And, you know, one thing that 2020 taught us is that you need to have multiple streams of income. None of us are safe from, you know, the corporate world. And That's so I've, I think you and I both have seen a lot of people decide to get um, a little bit more into the nitty gritty of making their craft and their passion a, an income stream. Yeah. So what we're going to be doing is giving these people, uh, these creators, the tools they need to make it a business. So we'll be right. talking more about the, the schedule leading up to it. But for now, this is an opportunity for everyone out there to get to know myself as well as Rob. So this is, um, yeah, episode one. And <laughs> we're going to interview you, Kristen, for right, episode it's, one. It's the Kristen <laughs> version of the, uh, edition. And then next week or the next edition will be the Rob edition. Exactly. So. Um, so Kristen is, in addition to an influencer and marketer at heart, how did you get started in marketing? Gosh, it seems so long ago because it is so long ago. Uh, one, of the, one of the positions that I held in uh, sales was for a software company. And we kind of laughed and said it was the uh, project to keep the owner's son busy. And no, really, it was. It really? was to keep him busy. Yeah. And it ended up being more successful than they thought. However, that being said, we didn't have a ton of marketing support 
So there was way back in the day, it was called 12 horses, which is kind of like the constant contact. I don't even know if they're still around, but it was a constant contact of the day. And before the anti-spam laws, um, I was able to use email marketing Mm -hmm. to make president's club. So I would send out email blasts, you know, to the people. And then, cause you can track to see who opens it. Uh, Then I would follow up with them. So it became a warm lead to me. So I was able to make president's club two years in a row doing that. I got pulled away uh, from that company to go to um, a B2B magazine that um, serviced that same industry. And there I introduced ready for it. Yeah. Banner advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Banner ads on our website as well as webinars so that our advertisers had another way of getting in front of yeah. um, our, our, you know, their, their clients or their prospects. Right. Uh, so I went from there and then in 2008, I was laid off from there. And that was the beginning of the last economic snafu. Yeah. And I couldn't find a job um, in sales because it was, a, everything was, um, commission only. And I finally, I said, you know what, if I'm going to work for commission only, I'm going to work for myself. And I always have had a love of working with smaller businesses because my attitude is they don't have a Coca-Cola budget. However, they still need to get their brand in front of their customers. Right. Uh So that was also very much the infancy of social media, you know, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, et cetera. So I saw a great opportunity to use those tools um, in social media marketing to brand and market for my smaller customers. And it worked very, very well. Nice. So, you know, I've always kind of been on the leading edge of what the latest technology is. So, yeah. um, and the rest, as they say, is history. And I now um, have reopened my digital marketing agency and mm-hmm. it's nowhere but up from here. Awesome. Okay. So that kind of leads to my next question. Um, You and I have talked over the years. We've had blogs for quite a while, Mm -hmm. kind of um, what was the genesis for your blog, your personal blog? So I created what was then known as four hens and a rooster when we lived up outside of Philadelphia uh-huh. and we were a young family with three young children and our families were all over the United States. And mm. as a working mother of three young children, I didn't have time to be running to the Walgreens to print off pictures of my children. So <laughs> I, it literally started as what blogging was, which is a life journal, right? Yeah. Uh, and that was like, if you want to know what we're up to, Mm-hmm. You go here and the moniker four hens and a rooster was for obviously the four hens were myself and my three daughters and the rooster was for uh, my ex-husband. So yeah. I, everybody knew us as four hens and a rooster. And right. probably when we got down to North Carolina in 2006, probably about 2007, I started segueing and was writing less about the girls and more about parenting in general. Uh-huh. Um, so that's where that one, um, came. And then a few, when my, my oldest daughter turned 13, I recognized that there were tons and tons and tons of mommy blogs on how to deal with, you know, littles. Uh, yeah. There were very, very little that ha- had to do with teens and tweens. So that's when I launched mm-hmm. 10 to 20 parenting, which is no longer, um, I just didn't have time to keep up with it, but, yeah. um, it's, that was, that was a good site I feel for parents of teens and tweens. Yeah, definitely. I think I, I (laughs) I think I hit it up a couple times myself. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Right. 
What do you remember your first influencer gig? Oh gosh. Um, not like the, you know, I think I really started with, um, a lot of it. I just did on my own. I just talked about things that I liked. It's a a funny story. My best friend and I at that same time in 2004, 2003, when we start each started our own blogs, we also started one called mommy sanity tips where Mm. that's all we did is we just gave our opinion on, you know, the things that we were using and, can you imagine had we kept that thing going starting it in 2004 <laughs> where we would be? No I mean, doubt. it's in, it's insane. It was I, I call it it was literally the first you know mommy influencer blog. So yeah, um, I would say probably one of my first big uh, influencer campaigns was with Keurig. Uh-huh. Um, I don't remember what year that was. Uh, sure. So you know, I've done, I've done them with plenty. I've done them with um, um, oh, what's that? Um, well, I can't remember it, but you know, I was an ambassador with Netflix for seven years. Oh yeah. I've, I've done a ton. I've done a ton of stuff. I can't even remember all the things that I've done. Yeah. But mine were, was on the blog and you know, blogs at this point, that's really not where a lot of the influencer stuff is happening. There's some, especially mm-hmm. on the more niche, like food, travel, fashion, et cetera, but uh, definitely just the general blogs. It's not, you know, you definitely have to have a niche on your yeah. on, for a blog to be um, successful on influencer. Definitely. What's um what's something funny that happened with your blog or on an influencer gig? Oh gosh. Um, I remember one influencer campaign that I had to pull my daughters in on and they were mortified. <laughs> it was, <laughs> they didn't have to do it with me, but I had to make them like, do some pictures and shoot some video for me. And that was yeah. for Vagisil. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember an, import, an important CPG for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember Mackenzie had one of, one of her friends over and they were just like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably 14 at the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Totally um, embarrassed about that kind of stuff. Like, don't yeah. even want to talk about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably Gosh. one that I can just like pop out of my head right now. <laughs> Crazy. So the flip side of that, what's something that wasn't so cool that happened in an influencer gig or on on your blog? Like, um. Yeah. As far as an influencer gig, I would say probably the one that sticks out to me is I did a really big campaign for a um, large local grocery store and it, they were doing, they were up fitting or whatever, all of their stores. Right. Sure. So they wanted to do a campaign where, you know, you kind of went in and said, this is not your old grocery Grocery store. store. This is the new look. And I, I mean, there was a lot involved in it and I don't know if they were working in house. I don't know if they had a PR firm working with them, but all of the content that not just me, but everybody did, they Uh did not share it from the corporate brand at all. Holy mackerel. So they put all that, I mean, such a lesson learned. They put all that money into this influencer campaign and then they didn't take it and use it as user generated content. Holy mackerel. I know. What a swing and a miss. Yep. So, 
you know, wow. for those of us that offer, you know, market, you know, influencer marketing as a service, it, um, it's just, that's a huge no, no. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a complete waste of money. Totally. Like you missed the point of having an influencer campaign. Yep. Totally. Okay. Yep. So we're talking to Kristen Dokus about her career in marketing and experiences on both sides of influencer engagements. I guess, what else can we share with the audience? Are there any books, courses, magazines, or websites you recommend as far as becoming an influencer or learning more about influencer marketing? So there's a lot. Isn't that very profound? Uh, the I would say the air, the places that I tend to pull in, you know, resources from and, you know, read on a, are, you know, are the ones that we would use in social media, social media um, examiner, social media uh, mm-hmm. content marketing Institute, um, yeah. e- even HubSpot. They do a great job. CoSchedule does a great job uh, uh-huh. with providing content on that. I would also look at the influencer management companies uh, uh-huh. such as like Sway, who's going to be one of our presenters. Uh, Sway does a good job um, at really putting stuff out there. And most influencer marketing agencies have groups. And there's also a lot of Facebook groups for influencers. So, you know, you know, we all learn a lot from our peers and, you know, it's all a whole, you know, trial and error until you find Mm -hmm. the thing that works for you. Uh, So I have found Facebook groups, those private groups uh, to be a huge resource. Yeah. If um, someone that lists, that watches or listens to this podcast um, wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way? I would say you can find me anywhere where you can find my name. So, for instance, on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, yep. TikTok, all of them. It's at Kristen Dokas, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-D-A-U-K-A-S. We will put all of everybody's contact information in the show notes. So Great. So as you heard, coming up for episode two will be me in the hot seat. I guess we can talk a little bit about the uh, Content Creators Conference coming up. Yes. Yeah. What's the schedule looking like so far, Kristen? Well, so far we have, um, I have to pull it up. I don't know. I'm going to go off the cuff here. So we're going to have some of the topics that we're covering is um, how to be consistent. So creating an editorial calendar, we've got yep. how to be authentic, which is a very important part of yeah, it. I see that. We're, yeah, we're going to do how to find your niche if you're just getting started, kind of like what we were talking about in the beginning. To be su- right. truly successful, you need to focus on one thing. And, you know, whether that one thing is you're an avid photographer or you love birds or you love to travel to unique things. So it's something very unique. It's, we are not seeing a lot of success anymore with just across the board, mm-hmm. you know, generic influencers. It's just, you, in order to become known, you need to be known for something. So pick your favorite thing that you know the most about and stick with it. Yeah. Um, we are going to have, oh, we're going to have a track on finances how to keep track of, you know, if you are running this as a business, and if you're making money, most yeah. likely you can write off a lot of these things that pertain that, you know, focus on that off of your taxes. So, but you want to do it right. So we're yeah. going to have somebody that will talk about that. Um, the importance of having a website. A lot of the Gen Z um, 
sorry, so much for that airplane mode. A lot of Gen <laughs> Z don't believe that they need to have a, a, a landing, you know, a house, a foundation. Yeah. So you really do. And the importance of that, as you and I have spoken quite a bit about, which is yeah. content is king or queen, but only if you own it. And as we saw with Vine several years ago, everybody that made a big splash on Vine, it was gone. Mm -hmm. So should the same thing happen with TikTok or Snapchat? And if you've created your your fame, if you will, and your brand on those platforms, and if you don't have it on your site, it's gone. And there's and it's really hard to you know, keep it going, keeping the momentum and shifting. You know, those with really large audiences, they can. Yeah. But if, so the, so that's a very important piece, even if it's just a landing page, what else? Um, media kits. Uh, mm -hmm. When you start going out to, now that's in, go, picks off of another. We're also, we've got a session on a track on how to approach a brand and close your first deal. Yeah. But that pairs with that media kit or at least your sell sheet that you need to, they're going to want to see something. And so we'll have help everybody uh, create a sell sheet or a media kit. And then Tiffany at Sway is going to be talking about how to work with a uh, influencer mm -hmm. management company. And the other one that we're trying to lock down now is what brands expect. Right. So this one I think is definitely geared more towards um, those that are trying to break into the influencer piece on influ um, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah. So yeah, I think those just trying to find their footing, getting started. <clears throat> we also have a hashtag legal. Right. Um, going Very important. through legal landmines and content creation and that sort of thing as you start your journey. So it's looking it's looking to be a pretty robust one day summit. Um yes. details about about the summit can be found at contentcreatorsconference.com. And, um, which you put so much work into. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, it's all a part of it, right? Right. <laughs> Making it happen. So yeah, cool. Well, we, you did all the hard work. So now <laughs> for the, whenever we start planning the next one, it'll be a lot, you know, a lot less time involved. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's a whole, <clears throat> whole new stack of technology I've never touched before. So it's, <clears throat> it was an interesting, interesting project for sure. And uh, I don't mind rolling up my sleeves and, yeah, getting dirty and make it happen for sure. It's going to be a good day. It, it really is. I think a yeah. lot of, and we're doing it on a Saturday in the middle of mm -hmm. January. Nobody's got any place to be. It's cold. Everyone's you know, coming out of the holidays, so mm -hmm. they're not spending money. And this is a great way to kick off 2021. Um, you know, everybody always makes the resolutions on paying down debt or, you know, yeah increasing their income. So this is a great way to set these cr creators up for success to really yeah. build their business. And tickets are free. That's right. <laughs> can't go wrong with that. You can't beat free. No. Can't beat free. And we've got some great, great um, industry leaders that know their stuff. Well, that's, that's all I got. Yeah. And on, on, on to spin that off, one of the other things too is that most of the speakers were looping in that they'll be able to come in and record a podcast with us, record an episode with us. So we'll, yeah. everybody will get a good feel for the quality of content that we're going to be yeah, giving definitely. them. All right. All right. So this is our first one. 
And our next one is going to feature you, which means I need to go and write up some great questions. And then after (laughs) that, we'll uh, start featuring some of our speakers as well as other industry leaders that may or may not be speaking or presenting at the first summit. But there are plans for many more follow after that but this is what the one that we're calling foundations because you need a good foundation yeah to be a success right so thanks for listening and watching to our first episode of the content creators chat you can listen to us on most of the major listening platforms for podcasts um, the website is contentcreatorsconference.com we're on social at content creators and email is hello at contentcreatorsconference.com. Excellent. Thanks to everybody for listening. And until next time, I am Kristen Dokus. And I'm Robbie. Bye.